Hello, and welcome to Bible Bitches. I'm here with the one Sarah E. Hoff. And I'm here with Laura A. Barclay. She is both Laura Ashley Barclay, and she is also A. Barclay. Oh, you are <laughs> so. also E. Hoff. Mm, I am El Hoffo. <laughs> El Hoffo. That's what they call you. <laughs> At least in five states. <laughs> yeah, it's my secret identity. Yep, it's oh, true. It's fucked now. Oh, God dang it. <laughs> now it's going to be Einhofo. Yes, that's good. Einhofen. No one is ever going to find out now, Mm-mm. except that we just recorded that one too. Yeah, that happens. Damn it. Okay, today we're talking about creationism. And this topic is wild because at one point, when Sarah and I both had our childhood stint in the fund- fundamentalist church, we totally believed in creationism because we weren't taught proper scientific methods or taught about evolution other than anecdotes like... Monkeys can't talk. <laughs> you know, I, like, for K through 6, I was homeschooled, and I didn't learn any science. Like, anything? No science. Like, you know, what oxygen is? <laughs> no science. Oh, Wait, no. Ma- Mom and Dad would take us to museums, but then I, like, I remember asking Dad one time about... Why, you know, why the Bible says it's only like the earth is only 5,000 years old and like all these fossils say that. And and then he went into the many theories of uh, creationism. But no science. No, no, like, (laughs) let me tell you about air and water and condensation. (laughs) No, those things just exist because of God. Weather. God. God. Wow. That's what. That's that's very magical. (laughs) It was... In many ways, a magical, magical childhood. Oh, yeah. I mean, it would be, right? Very magical realism. <laughs> yes. Dark, dark magic. Dark magic. <laughs> Very dark magic. Um, I distinctly remember in one of my Christian textbooks, as a refutation to evolution, a statistic about how long it would take a monkey to type a coherent sentence on a typewriter. And I don't know what that has to do anything with anything. Like, you know, what is that? What, what is that? I don't get it. Well, isn't that like a thing? Like that there's some quote that like, you know, even a monkey on a typewriter could could like write what is it, the tale of two cities? The tale of two titties? The t- <laughs> it was the Simpsons. The Simpsons. It was the oh. worst of times. It was the blurst of times. The blurst of times. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's that was, adorable. That's a solid that was a solid episode. Yes. <laughs> Anyways. Let's all pause and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we pulled uh, some nice, concise information from Carleton College, which is a liberal arts college in, I think, Michigan? Um, and it's somewhere. We, it's somewhere. <laughs> and we, we pulled it because they had a whole website, like a whole page, on talking to their professors to be like, hey, you're going to have some students come in and try to argue these creationist theories, and we need you to know how to refute them. Mm-hmm. So they have this article titled, What Kind of Creationism? To help educators know what religious viewpoints they may encounter in the classrooms. First up is the young earth creationism. Spicy. It is. It's paprika. <laughs> um, the article states that the U.S., Uh, That in the U.S., the most common and most outspoken point of view has traditionally come from the young earth creationists, who are largely Protestant, believe that the earth was created by God in six days, and think that this occurred between 10,000 and 6,000 years ago, which is 
wild to me because the way that I heard young earth creationism was that God created the world with, um, with dinosaur fossil, like dinosaur bones already in it in order to test the faith of his believers. And first of all, that makes no sense. Mm -mm. And second of all, like what kind of fucking gaslighting God is this? Yeah, like you're in an abusive relationship with God at that point. Yeah. Like touch grass and get out. That's, <laughs> that's my advice. Um, and this same article notes some subtypes of young earth creationisms, which would include uh, flood creationists who think most extinctions happened during Noah's flood and steady state creationists who don't believe there have been any big changes in species since the earth was created. A lot of them don't believe dinosaur fossils are real, or if they did, they were wiped out during the flood a few thousand years ago. Which is wild, considering that the Pyramid of Dozier in Saqqara, Egypt, is around 5,000 years old, and the Sphinx is around 4,500 years ago. So were dinosaurs concurrent with that? Did they use little T-Rex arms to build it? Like, what is up? So... Mr. Bill, who taught science for me in high school, because I went to a Christian school, <laughs> told us that carbon dating was bullshit because apparently they tested a chicken bone um, and it came back as the results were like, this is six million years old. <laughs> <laughs> was it like was it like from a KFC chicken bucket? It was. It probably was. <laughs> six, six million years old. Y'all... I do not have a good grasp of evolution. I'm not lying. I know, I know, like a general theory, but if you ask me anything specific, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, that hurts my soul. Like, okay, so you believe in a god that doesn't actually make dinosaurs, right? At this point in history, you believed in a god that didn't actually make dinosaurs, just the fake bones and fossils. <laughs> Then you're in a dilemma, right? So either you believe in dinosaurs, which are cool as fuck, or you believe in a god that would try to trick you and be like, if you believe in them, you're going to hell. That's so fucked up. Look, I mean, I saw Jurassic Park. Dinosaurs win every time. Every time. Every single time. Yeah. And also, like, the absolute hubris of that position to be like, these massive animals. Yeah. We tamed them. We rode on them. We rode them. We rode them. <laughs> Who among us has not wanted to ride a T-Rex? Maybe that's where this came from. They were like, look, I really wanted to ride a fucking T-Rex. So uh, I'm just going to make it so that we did. Can you imagine the saddle? <laughs> <laughs> it would have to be so sturdy. And really... So enormous. So enormous, just to just hold on. Little. Can you imagine a bit in the, like, T-Rex's <laughs> mouth? It would be the size of, like... I don't, I don't even know. You, because you don't even know how big type T-Rexes are. <laughs> because I don't know any science. You're like, they could, be, they could be a mile high or, like, four feet tall. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I always assumed that, that uh, T-Rexes were the size of, you know, my car, approximately. I think I think that's right. I just think they're like, like six feet tall. They're just tiny. That's how they're portrayed in Jurassic Park, <laughs> which is science. <laughs> just science. Kidding. Obviously, they're not science, Sarah. Okay, <laughs> um, but it's also wild that I've been to a creation museum, and that's a whole long story that can be heard on a first season episode dedicated to that experience. And my brain broke during the part where I was asked by an animatronic Noah, or I asked an animatronic Noah, how he got dinosaurs on his boat. 
And the animatronic Noah was like, well, they were smaller then, and then they got larger later. And I'm like, so evolution, evolution is your answer when it's convenient, but you aren't going to call it that? That's wild. <laughs> the I'm telling you, the mental gymnastics. So twisty. It, it's like, that's a lot. You're accepting a lot of nonsense to believe in something that's like, is it really worth it? Yeah. Anyways. For true. Um, another type outlined in the Carleton College article is the old earth creationists. They would believe that some parts of the Bible are literal and other parts, the earliest parts, like Genesis, are not. They might believe that evolution was orchestrated by God or that the earth is older but evolution didn't occur. Some might think that Adam and Eve were created directly by God, but other species evolved. So these folks might believe that dinosaurs existed 65 million years ago and were wiped out by a comet, like most scientists, but that God at some point made humans, or if not, kicked up the whole process and invented evolution. But how I learned old earth creationism is that God's time is different from our own. Mm -hmm. And so like those six days could be many, many years mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or, you know, that we just don't know. But like, to me, honestly, honestly, like I could see that it sounds a little bit like the liberal Christian perspective of the first mover. Yeah. Like the first thing that set things off, like the first cause, first, first thing. The first right? mover. The first mover. Yeah. And I think I have less of a problem with this theory because it's not so dogmatic and allows more room for science. I don't really understand why anyone would view science as evil, just a way of finding out more about your world. And if you believe that world is divinely created, how could finding out more about it be a bad thing? Sarah, <laughs> why? Why? I am... Why, why are you asking me? <laughs> I am literally the worst person to ask. I don't believe in any of this. <laughs> you don't even believe in evolution. I don't. Everything, my whole world is the present. I'm, I, that's where I live. <laughs> JK, JK. Yesterday didn't exist. Tomorrow doesn't exist. Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. right now. It's just now. If you ask me about this, I'll just say that it was a fantasy I had. You're like a puppy. <laughs> couple of questions right like mm -hmm. one thing that I find problematic about this point of view what if I could Just identify one. if I could identify <laughs> one thing <laughs> um, is that if you believe in evolution but believe that humans were solely divinely created and everything else evolved like what does that say about our situation like that's definitely this kind of top-down hierarchical perspective and one that has been trotted out in many churches about, you know, how we were divinely, we were given like dominion over the animals, right? Mm -hmm. And how, and like what that means for climate change, like this whole like deforestation, mass extinction of animals, um, the factory farming, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. It's all like ruining the earth. Yes. And y'all, y'all. 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 <laughs> Having dominion of the earth doesn't mean that you abuse the earth. I agree. I agree. 
uh, I I don't love human exceptionalism because it keeps us from being humble. But if we viewed every species as sacred, then that seems like a healthier viewpoint. And like I don't I don't see why that would be bad, right? Like that still leaves room for God maybe creating the Big Bang, and then it would say every every life is sacred after that. I mean, we all have a place. I mean, there's like very much an us versus them mentality in a lot of these fundamentalist Christian yeah. um, narratives. And so the idea that other beings would be sacred is, I think, inherently like against what they're doing, right? Yeah. They, they need to believe that other beings are not as special as they are. Yeah. That's kind of sad. It's like, why? Don't be so pick me. <laughs> This is a bummer. bummer. (laughs) Anyways, there's also uh, the idea of intelligent design. Um, And this is the idea that um, nature isn't random. Things like natural selection or mutation aren't happening, but that everything is elegant and orchestrated by a designer, God, who is planning all of this. This could include young earth and old earth creationists, um, who reject evolution or those that might think that evolution is being directed by a creator. They might say that they have proof and try to make this a scientific belief, but (laughs) or scientific fact, sorry, rather than a theological belief, but that isn't peer reviewed by the same standards as scientific findings because turns out there is no scientific backing. Turns out. Turns out. (laughs) You're getting peer-reviewed by your pastor who, like, prayed to God about it. Yeah. Or felt your, led. Your, he felt led. pastor. <laughs> he felt yeah. led to, you know, say that this was peer-reviewed. Yeah. He's he, like, I, God told me that you were absolutely correct. Two Bibles up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I just, I guess I don't get the concept of trying to prove religion in the same way as science. Like, I remember thinking that way when I was in a fundamentalist church, but outside of it, it seems ridiculous. It's like comparing a national park with a theme park. Two totally different things. Like, why compare them? Well, I mean, I kind of get it. Because they're, they're trying, they're both asking the question, why? You know, science is asking the question, like, why does a thing happen? Or why does this being do a thing? And Christianity is asking, why are we? Why are we here? What is our purpose? Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're asking why they they're I think they're asking two different kinds of why, mm. but they're still asking an inherently same question of like what does this mean? Why is this? Don't yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I I guess maybe I think of science as more asking how, like how does this work? How does time work? How does you know this phenomenon work? Um, or as that like religion. Or philosophy or what other that is that is asking more of like per like what's the purpose of like why are we here what why do we exist you know it's more of a like existential they're just two different things and so I don't I don't understand why learning more about our world around us wouldn't just give us more information in, in one area that we might use to ask the why the bigger why questions 
Agreed. Like it's like an apple and an orange having a debate. And I'm like, I, I just never, even whenever it was like Bill Nye and whoever the religious right picked to have a debate, I'm just like, why is this even happening? I didn't watch it because it was like, this is dumb. Like the whole premise of this is stupid. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, I, it's hard because from their point of view, they need God to answer everything. They need the they need the Bible to answer everything. Yeah, and the Bible doesn't answer anything. Yeah, it just ask more questions. It's just it doesn't. It it's it's pretty fallible. Yeah, it's a fallible book. Much like humans. Yep. Turns out. Turns out. <laughs> <laughs> so well if you came to ask any questions of us today we gave you nothing yeah not one thing sorry guys so just just so you know uh the earth was not created in six days regardless of how long those days were yeah that's you know what we're gonna give you that we're gonna give you that as yeah. an answer that's um, all i know about evolution and also you know if somehow you found us and you're you're inside of the fundamentalist church you can actually believe in evolution and be a christian too that's that's or any religion you want well i mean a lot of liberal christians believe in the first mover right yeah i mean like i would say you know i i don't really have any issue with you know i i identify as christian and i would say that like i'm fine with the idea of god kicking everything off and being like hey big bang here what up so if if god is just like one molecule. Mm-hmm. What does that mean about God? That God's one molecule. But does that make g- God necessary? I mean, I, I assume, yes, that that would make that molecule necessary, that God mo- molecule. But is that God worthy of, of like, reverence or devotion? I think that humans really need ritual and purpose. And so... Uh, I think that having, you know, something like that we would identify like, you know, in America is, is like, okay, we're gathering once a week or we're having community around this particular idea and worldview to look through the world. I don't think there's anything wrong with that if God's just a molecule. Um, unless you're super rigid about that and you're hurting people, right? Mm-hmm. Like if... If I if I found out God was a molecule, it probably wouldn't necessarily change a whole lot in my brain. Yeah, maybe I can say that without knowing that. But like, I I think that like it doesn't change the fact that I believe that community is good. That you know we should all be helping each other because those are things that I would say that when I when are leaned into the right way they work, right? But if if that's going to blow your whole, like, theology or how you operate in the world or that's the only thing that's, you know, believing in a God-man-father situation is the only thing keeping you from murdering someone, then maybe you should <laughs> reevaluate your ethical yeah. context. Right. <laughs> Understanding. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think, yeah, the principles for me don't change. Like, it's still about community and love, and that's the best way to operate in the world. Whether or not, like, whatever religion, or no religion. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, those principles, I would say, are more humanist. Yeah. I mean, I think that they transcend, like, 
all all of these like organized groups, a lot of religions, blah, 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 are going to be like community and love and peace and things like that. For true. Um, But if you take out a belief in a higher power, then it's what, just humanism? Yeah. Yeah. Or you're still using God as a placeholder for that molecule. Yeah. Which is, you know... I don't that's why I don't actually think it would change anything. Like, I think you would still be, you know, a secular humanist would call it a molecule, and then, like, a Christian would be like, yeah, it's God. Mm. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. <laughs> we can all, we can all agree it's, it's a good thing. Go molecule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start saying I believe in molecules. I like that. <laughs> You should put it on a shirt. I, I like that. It's kind of cute. It's so cute. <laughs> they could be like cute little cartoon molecules. That would be cute. Oh my god. Okay. That's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, thank you everyone for uh, tuning in, for listening to us today. Um, we want to give a big shout out to Miss Eves, Yo Eves on Twitter. Yeah, she um, does our intro and outro music and it's badass. Yeah, yeah, she's amazing. Um, and, you know, you can find us on uh, Instagram at Bible Bitches Podcast and Twitter at Bible Bitches. Yes. And you can find our website, Bible Bitches Podcast.com. And that's where you can give us money, money, please, <laughs> to help us continue to do our thing. Yeah. For your enjoyment. Are. It would be amazing. Um, you can also find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever else. Yeah. Um, and we're so glad that you're listening. Yeah. We'll see you next time. All right. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.